I also don't agree with either of you. But no, your point is, is... I know, I know. I've given down Sorry, you're on a... Shut the fuck up for a second. <laughs> fuck you. Jesus. Objection. That is rude against the judge and should be a disciplinary action. Sustained. Welcome to episode 12 of The Unusual Suspects. My name is Dan, and I'm joined by... Andy. Hello. It's very warm today, isn't it? It's a record-setting 30 degrees or so in the UK. In my house, it's 31. In Andy's house, it's 34. He's currently on Zoom, shirtless, just covering his nipples with a Hawaiian shirt, and it's quite distracting because I'm slightly aroused. And to my right is uh, is Penny. Hi. (laughs) That's a fucking sound bite. (laughs) Hi. I want to pull my skin off like in Hellraiser. It's so hot. So yeah. Straight in with the horror references. Always. So today we're going to be doing a courtroom drama episode law and order people's court dun dun judge duty dun dun judge dread dread judge rinder judge rinder fuck judge rinder's so good god shout out to judge rinder yeah <laughs> and he's got a french bulldog he's the best have you seen him on celebrity goggle box i have not ben <laughs> he's good and that's the extent we'll of this conversation <laughs> where are we going with this I don't know. I was trying to name all the judge TV shows or the lot like the um, NCIS. Uh, oh, I know, that's not really a judge. No, anyway, no. we're doing a courtroom thing where we're going to. Uh, Penn has decided just to be the judge on all three subjects we will be talking about. I'll chip in. So if you really like me and Andy fighting each other, this is going to be the one for you because they're going to probably go ham at each other. But yeah. And later on, we're going to talk about Would You Rather. Ooh. A spook, spooky internet ghost film about dares and stakes and... There's no internet ghosts. Barrels. <laughs> Is that what you took from it? Stakes and barrels? I mean, I always, like, leave a little tagline with every film I see. So last time it was, like, I forgot the one with um, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, but this one is steak, barrels, and something else. <laughs> Jeffrey. <laughs> oh, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Oh. My beloved Jeffrey. Jeffrey Combs. Um... Yeah. The kind of main actor-ish, maybe, in the film. Mm. You can tell Andy loved it. So anyway, um, we are going to start off with our courtroom. Unless anyone has anything they want to get off their chest before we start. Now is your time. Penn, did you hear that Courtney Cox is uh, signing on for Scream mm. 5? I don't know how I feel about Scream 5. I didn't know how I felt about Scream 4 either, but I liked it when it came out. So I'm sure I'll have an opinion. I'm yet to see Scream 4. Scream 4 was good. I liked it because it was a little bit of a callback to the first one. So, you know, me and my nostalgia. Yeah, so I was a fan of that one. 3 is awful. Let's not talk about 3. Just ignore 3. Three's bad. But Whenever I think of Scream, all I can think of is scary movie. You're wrong. Like, I cannot separate <laughs> them at all. I mean, it is the same mask. It's Yeah. <laughs> it is. Don't look at me like that. It is the same mask. Yeah, the, yeah ghost faces and both. Yeah. But I, I, I cannot separate them at all. Well, I think I genuinely thought Matthew Lillard was in Scary Movie, and he's not. No, he's not. I think I think with age, I think with age as well, especially with with Scream, it loses that scariness, and it becomes maybe a parody. I don't know. I don't know if I'd go that far. It changed the entire genre at that point in time. But let's not turn this into a horror podcast, guys. God. 
Well, we could debate that in the courtroom, but... Uh, yeah, are we in court already? <laughs> we're outside. We're just on the doors leading into... We're having discussion outside. On the steps of the old Bailey, kicking off. Anyway. I'm going to steal your notes like in Fifty Shades when you're not looking. You stole our notes? Why are you bringing that back Why up? Why are you bringing that? That's such a throwback. Because it's haunting me like an internet ghost. Whoa, I'm an internet ghost. You said it. I played it. That's all we're going to say. Anyway, let's move on because we got a lot to talk about. It's time for... Welcome to the Unusual Suspects Court. In the case of... The MCU universe is not as good as everyone thinks it is. We welcome Dan Lally, the prosecutor. Hello. And Andy Joyce for the defence. Good evening, Judge. Mom. Oh, this is my favourite bit. Ooh. Oh, it's so good. God, bring back the People's Court. I feel like I've never heard this bit. It's the People's bit. Court. It's the best bit. They got the. It's so good. Yeah, I just know the beginning, not the jazz in the middle. That's great. Anyway, I've got to get into character here. So go on. I did my bit. Um. Opening statement. <laughs> Opening statement. <laughs> Fucking hell. You're a great judge. Shambles! Yeah. Okay, Dan. Opening statement. Why is the MCU not as good as everyone thinks it is? Uh, thank you, uh, Judge Bennett. Um, really nice to see you here. Uh, you're a fine judge. Fantastic judge. And I really respect Objection. you. In all your decision making. No need to brown nose. Uh, excuse me. I'm opening fucking statement. <laughs> Yes, it is a court that you can swear in. <laughs> Come on, Lally McBeal, get on with it. Oh, hello, that was great. That's possibly the best thing you've ever said. <laughs> Judge Bennett, I did have respect for you, but now I might have been lost. Anyway, um, so... Objection. <laughs> you can't object, what the fuck? <laughs> my courtroom. Right. Okay. I'm feeling confident I... about this already. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, listening, as you can see already, I'm already being slandered for this. I'm already on the back foot for this situation. As you can see, I can't even get my opening statement out. So I'm already assumed to be the bad guy in this situation. However, however, my opinion has come into question on a very popular subject, and that's fine. I'm, I'm expecting to be the bad guy in this. Not a lot of people are going to agree with me, but I'm going to change your life today. This is the seven steps of how Dan is going to change your life on the MCU. I will tell you seven things that are wrong about the MCU and it's going to change your life. That is my opening statement. I warn you now, any evidence to the contrary that Tom Hiddleston isn't fantastic will be immediately inadmissible in court and the jury are told to ignore anything of that nature. Objection, objection, Overruled. objection. The, the Andrew judge, Joyce, the opening statements, please. Your Honor, I'm just going to fight Dan to the death that the MCU is not as shit as he thinks it is. Uh, and I will be bringing persuasive arguments and statistics. Ooh, statistics. Thank you, Your Honor. Statistics? Yeah, you know, fucking numbers, you prick. He's <laughs> 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 gone, he's gone. <laughs> You've killed him with facts. Fucking, oh, that's such a quote. <laughs> sorry right sorry just had something caught in my throat there sorry um so uh am i sorry 
Yes, Lally McBeal. Okay, you may go right. first. Lally McBeal so, is so good. As I said before. I know, right? Uh, objection. These fucking... Uh, die, I can't even get my words out when everyone's just talking. This is uh, un- very unprofessional by both of you. If you wanted professional, you have come to the wrong place. Great. I again, I know where I stand already in this in this courtroom. As you can see, the the great audience that is listening to us, that clearly you can see that everything is stacked against me here. I've got the house of cards stacked against me on this. But I have nothing to lose here, and you have nothing to lose to listen to what I have to say. You can go away from this and say the MCU is the greatest thing ever, and I'm absolutely fine with that. I'm just here to change a few hearts and change a few minds, and that's all I do in my life. The main point I want to make over the MCU is that it is quantity over quality. There are too many fucking MCU films for me to go and watch just so I can see fucking Thanos snap his fingers for one second and go, oh, cinematography. That is not, that is just absolute bollocks. I think, like, if I want to see the Avengers, I should just see the Avengers 1, 2, and 3. Okay? That should be it. I should just see those three films. I'm guessing there's three films. I've no fucking idea there could be four. I haven't seen them. There's four films I've just been told by the defendants. <laughs> Facts and statistics. When I go see a film or a sequel to something, it doesn't mean when new characters join, it's like, you already know who we are, right? No, that's bollocks. That's absolute bollocks. And that's where I would like to say with my second opening statement that quality seems to be missing from this franchise. Thank you. Mr. Joyce, your rebuttal, please. You mentioned quality over quantity. I think you're incorrect. If you look at the actors that have been involved, there's 17 Oscar-winning actors involved in the MCU across 29 films. In fact, 23 films. Mm-hmm. 23 oh, films. No, he didn't. A judge, <laughs> objection. Can the judge stop making comments on the fucking bench, please? 23 films, 17 Oscar-winning actors. That You can't say that that's not quality people involved in these projects right um secondly your other statement was that you should only have to see one avengers one avengers two avengers three and then avengers 3.5 end game whatever you can do that the other films in the franchise they're add-ons they are building character objection objection why are they there they're building character so that's what they do you don't have to see the Avengers films. You don't have to see all the others to see the Avengers. You could watch just one set franchise. You could just enjoy Iron Man and not have to watch the rest. You could just enjoy Guardians of the Galaxy and not have to see Endgame. The judge is not keen on Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, However, I know the judge does not appreciate that. I apologise, Your Honour. Bad example. But you can still see Avengers, uh, Age of Ultron, Infinity War and Endgame without having to see the others because as they the characters turn up they are introduced in smaller fragments you don't have to see everything i think your argument is moot rebuttal miss mcbeal okay objection this is high <laughs> this is a kangaroo court i cannot have this going no it's on. the best lally mcbeal is genius come on i'm so proud of myself let me have it fine i'm lally mcbeal why not let's just diss myself before i even fucking defend myself or prosecute if you someone can help me think if you can help me think of a pun lawyer name for Andy, then I'm all for it. Andy Pandy. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Andy Pandy, famous for being a lawyer in his pyjamas. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's a psychological thing that you bring into the court. <laughs> Freak everyone out. Works. 
Maybe you were in Jet Li's pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking pajamas. Um, my rebuttal on this is: I'd like to go back to a previous statement that Andy uh, previously uh, just went over there. Uh, he said that uh, what was it about the actors? He said there was they're all good multi-award-winning actors and stuff. I said like there that, were right? seventeen award Oscar-winning actors who starred in the Ooh. MCU. Oh, that's good, isn't it? That's a lot of very good actors. Thing is, I'm not really talking about the acting here. I think the acting is fantastic in these films. I think it's top notch. I just think that there shouldn't be that many films. I think there's there's just too many films. And on top of that, I would like to counterpoint with that that one of the actors or actresses, sorry, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, uh, she recently made a statement about said Marvel universe, and this is one of the stars you would would say, Andy, that is part of this award-winning stars of franchise stars. Would you say Gwyneth Paltrow is in there? I would, but I would also say you can just call her actor now. You don't have to call them actresses. Oh, so so you're going down? So uh, well, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I'm old school. I don't, know. <laughs> you don't have to assign genders to things, Dan. <laughs> Objection. Sustained. Sustained. <laughs> no, wait, who's objecting? Andy's right on that one. Carry on. The actor Gwyneth Paltrow once said in a recent comment, actually, that it's a bit confusing. There's so many Marvel movies. And to be honest, I haven't seen very many of them. It's really stupid. And I'm sorry, but I'm a 47 year old mother. Now, famously, Gwyneth Paltrow starred in Iron Man, one of the films my client, not really client, my defendant here, my good honourable defendant, my good honourable gentleman over here, said in his statement that he just put out, he quoted Iron Man. And guess who plays one of the main characters in Iron Man? It is Gwyneth Paltrow. I don't know the name. Pepper Potts is the name. She is the right-hand woman to Iron Man, one of the main characters. Even she says it's too fucking much. What do you have to say for that? Firstly, Gwyneth Paltrow is also famous for steaming her vagina, so anything she says has to be taken with a pinch of fucking salt. Secondly, she's a bad example. Yeah, she hasn't seen all those films, but my point is, you've got the people like uh, Chris Evans and Tony and um, fucking Robert Downey Jr. who will go out of their way to dress as those characters to go and see people. They will go do all the Make-A-Wish stuff. They will go to children's hospitals as those characters because they have a love for Objection. It. Objection. This isn't about the movies now. This is about personal things they're doing outside the business of movies. This is this is not related. As opposed to one actor saying they haven't seen many of the films. Sustained. It's my fake gavel. So the argument being put forth that there are too many Marvel movies yes. and that you have to have seen all of them for the rest of them to make sense not just that I'm they're 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 going down in quality too did you just interrupt the judge i did you did twice to me <laughs> i'm gonna throw you in contempt fuck <laughs> what have i done <laughs> so basically for all seven of your arguments i am going to go through and decide whose whose side i'm on and then we'll go from there but having only seen <laughs> half of the marvel movies I've seen all the Thor movies. I have not seen any of the Captain America movies. I will never watch any more Guardians of the Galaxy movies because I don't like them. Uh, I have not seen Captain Marvel. I have not seen Ant-Man. Yeah, I have seen the Avengers and Endgame and all of that, and I have not been confused. I Mm. will not take Gwyneth Paltrow's evidence into court because, as Andy said, she 
makes candles that smell like vaginas and things and her website's called goop so that, anything ab- objection that is nothing to do with i'm giving my closing arguments thank you oh you're making me use my teacher voice i haven't used it in ages yeah her um gwyneth paltrow's testimony is not admissible in court because that is outside of the movies as you just stated so seeing as how from personal experience i've managed to only watch half of the mcu movies and not be confused for this argument, I am siding on the side of the defense. So that's with Mr. Joyce. Next ar- argument, Miss McBeal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still looking up lawyers that work with Andy's name, but it doesn't work. Thank you, respectful judge. That's fine. I expected that to be the case. Yet to prove some of my other points, but uh, I'll guess them. Now, one thing I want to make very clear, and a lot of people really just have a kind of misunderstanding about this. I don't hate the universe. I think it's a great thing. I think it's it, it's movies are great and making movies that people with, I don't know, superheroes is fun. You know, it's fun. It's great. You know, the MCU started out fine. I have no problem with the start of it. I think phase one, as they call it in their capitalist plan, phase one was fantastic. Phase one was really good. And I'm trying to pull it up here as I try to scroll through. <laughs> phase one was really good. Uh, we had Iron Man. Pretty good film. I liked it. Incredible Hulk. Okay, not so good Iron Man 2 nah are you literally going to go through all of them and say whether they were good or not no 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 no, no. I'm just going just going for phrase one Thor nah (laughs) first Avenger yeah Marvel's The Avengers fantastic that's phase one really good right but then they started getting a bit cocky with this because while all those films there's a lot of those films um they were all released in the span of Ooh, I want to say 10 years, all of those films. Yet, we are going through a stage at the moment, especially in the last phase of their capitalistic plan, where they're releasing a film every six fucking months. Like, no joke, there is a new film. After the film comes out, they announce a new film, and then they're working on films. In fact, I found a quote that they said they're working on stuff all the way in 2028. We don't even know if this pandemic's going to be over by that fucking time. They're already writing stuff for 2028, people. This is fucking madness. This is what happens when a big giant company like Disney comes along and takes over this franchise and decides, you know what we're going to do? We're going to milk it. You know what else we milked? We milked the fucking Star Wars films. And look how bad they turned out to be. They turned out to be shit. What was the last great Star Wars film? Tell me. Anyone? <laughs> Are you asking for a, for an actual answer? Uh, what's the, the last great Star Wars film? The, Rogue One. The judge does not watch Star Wars. Rogue One. That is very questionable. If I look on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Baby Ro- Baby Yoda show. No idea what that is. The Mandalorian. I'm just saying, this the, the MCU. Uh, has anyone seen Spider Man One and Two? Tommy Tommy McGuire is the greatest thing that never happened to the MCU universe. That should have stayed. Tom Holland. Objection. Tom Holland can get fucked. Objection. <laughs> No, not standing for this in my courtroom. Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man ever and he should be protected at all costs. Move on with your argument, counsellor. Objection. Why is the judge now defending the defendant? Because <laughs> it's my fucking courtroom, mate. This is so unfair. Honestly, I don't need defending on this pen. It's totally fine. I've got all the bases covered. So unfair. Okay. The only lawyer name oh. I could come up with you was Joycey Cochran instead of Johnny Cochran. That's all I got. Okay, it's not as that's good. fine. Don't know who that is, but that's fine. He's the guy that defended OJ. 
This is just like this. <laughs> In fairness, he did a great job. He did a cracking job. MCU OJ. He did do a great job. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So yep. you want me to respond? So why? I'm waiting. Why was Tobey Maguire not involved in the MCU? Yeah, yeah. Why yeah. did they replace? No, no, no. I've I've gone through a lot there. Yeah, I think it's it's your your rebuttal to his argument that they're. It making... started out okay, and then they just got silly when Disney bought them. Okay, so so Disney bought them in two thousand and nine ish. Yeah. Okay. So so that's yeah. I take that. The only films that were released before them were Iron Man and Incredible Hulk. So that first phase was five years. Phase two was two years and phase oh, so, so, sorry objection two years for phase two you can't object to a fact sorry it was actually three years so we went from years. five to three and were there more films in phase two than phase one there were the same amount oh, of films okay okay both had six films uh, phase three they had 11 films in four years which I do agree I think I proved my point there. is a large amount however why would you not want to give the people what they want Wow. If people are so Honestly. desperate to go and see these, and they are, they've made $22.5 billion across the whole entire franchise. Why would you not want to do that? This isn't about oh, the- Disney trying to make money, because these were already planned way ahead before they were bought out by Disney. Kevin Feige's been running this shit for a long, long time. So I don't necessarily agree that they have gone downhill because Disney have bought them or that they're forcing more out. You have to have a long-term plan for these things. If you don't, you end up with piss-poor quality. And Tobey Maguire was never going to be part of the MCU because he was contracted to Sony. Those original uh, Maguire... Disney fucked them over. No, those original Maguire Spider-Man films were Sony films and not Disney, nor Marvel. The only reason that Spider-Man has come into it recently is because they have bought the rights back from Sony and given them half the profits from those films. Also, Tobey Maguire was like 35 playing a fucking high schooler. Do you know what I mean? It's unnecessary. He's supposed to be a kid. Peter Parker Why, is a kid. Uh, uh, objection. What age is Tony Stark? Tony Stark isn't playing a high schooler. But Tony Stark is a grown man. He's not in hey, school. Why age is Tom Holland? Tom, why age is Tom Holland? Tom Holland was in his teens when he started. He was seven, 16, 17. Doesn't matter about yeah, the age. Yeah, this is the Nick Hogan argument. I mean, if you're trying to accurately portray a character who is 17 and you're 30, I think it does. Right, okay, so... Look, Nick Hogan did a fine job and I have no complaints. I think you'll find you did have complaints and that started the Twitter beef. Lally McBeal, your argument that they have gone downhill since Disney bought them, that's correct? Uh, they have indeed, Judge, and I can just back that up really quickly. One of their main competitors, a lot of people would say, is the DC Universe, a lot of people would argue. And I would agree that the DC Universe is pretty terrible compared to the Marvel Universe. I would agree. I think DC Universe has been pretty shocking, but I think they're getting better as time goes on. But interestingly enough, there has never been an MCU film that has over... 91% on Rotten Tomatoes audience score, not critic score, because this is the key point. The critics love Marvel. They fucking take that shit and shove it down their throat, just like the girl from Fifty Shades of Grey with the pen. They fucking <laughs> love it. They lap it up every time it comes out. Why are you bringing that up, Dan? It's just an example, a form of exaggeration. I apologize. But did you know The Dark Knight? And not only The Dark Knight, but Batman Begins has 94% audience score 
on Rotten Tomatoes. Now, their own audience couldn't give them a higher rating than the DC Universe, and everyone says DC Universe is shit, therefore, Marvel is shit. Your Honour, I hate to bring this up, the Nolan Batman films are mm. not part of the DCU. Yeah. The first film in the DCU Objection. is Man of Objection. Steel. Objection. Oh, this no. is a kangaroo The Nolan court. films are not part of the DCU. Please feel free to continue. Absolutely. He's got he's got you with his facts, I'm afraid, Miss McBeal. Absolutely rubbish. So the argument that they have got worse since Disney has bought them is merely an opinion, not a fact. You can't trust every... I don't review anything on Rotten Tomatoes. Who can be bothered? I'm fairly certain if you look on Rotten Tomatoes, Endgame's going to have a higher score than any of the DCEU films, apart from potentially Wonder Woman. It's, it's, I'm, I'm with you with the facts, but I also know that people like my parents that have been to see a bunch of Marvel movies have not gone on Rotten Tomatoes to to score anything. And seeing as how Ragnarok was fucking great and that was fairly recent, I am I'm gonna be with Joycey Cochran on this one, I'm afraid. Next argument, Miss McBeal. Deadpool needs to be in the MCU. That's an argument as to why it's rubbish. Because Deadpool isn't in it. I'm not sure what that's Yeah. Again, he's contracted to Sony. Why? Because he's not owned by Marvel. It's a farce. Why is he not in it? I think there's potential for him to be in it with the next wave, same as there is for Marvel to buy back X-Men and Fantastic Four. But currently, he's in his own universe with X-Men. So he's part of the Fox Sony, uh, uh, the Fox universe. I think that's all. Not the MCU. I think that's all speculation. There is also... My fourth point is there is shit villains. Was that your third <laughs> argument? That was my third argument. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, hang on. Was that your third argument? The MCU. I'm making it clear yeah. for everyone. The MCU is shit yes. because Deadpool argument is not in four. it. That was your argument. Well done. Uh, <laughs> you can't say that it's shit because something isn't in it. I, I could think, be like, I think a lot of people... shit because the singer of Beartooth's not in it. That's not how this works. I mean, they are shit and Beartooth are great, but that's not that's not how it works. Such a deep cut. <laughs> You can't, you can't be like, oh, this film was really... You can't, though. You can't be like, this film was shit because Tom Cruise... Why Cruz is the judge being more the defendant than the defendant? I, I object to that. I am waiting for you to give me a decent argument, counsellor. You see, and then, ladies and gentlemen... If you can change German, my mind, then you can change my mind. Ladies and gentlemen. But so far, you have not been able to do you so. You can already see that, again... Stacked, I'm stacked up here. I don't know what to do. I'm throwing everything out of them. The world is stacked against you, Miss McBeal. You'll have to learn to it's live with it. It's two against one. I'm the prosecutor. Change my mind. I will hold my hands up and agree with you. I'm just waiting for a decent argument. There is not good villains in the MCU. Thanos is not a villain. No, Loki I, I, done. You are a judge. <laughs> judge, would you just stop? <laughs> judge. Fine, is, change my mind. I want a fucking retrial after this with a different judge. We will put it to the people's vote on socials, but go on. Unbelievable. Tell me how there's not a good villain in the MCU. Right, Thanos. Let's go over Thanos, right? What does he do? He collects gems or crystals or whatever the fuck they're called. Stones. Puts a, Stones. Well, even better. Stones. <laughs> How exciting. <laughs> St Multicoloured stones. I'm so fucking excited for the movie. Um, he puts stones in a glove and the glove gives him magical powers when he clicks his fingers. And he also looks like an avocado. Uh, a purple avocado. A purple avocado? Does he? He does, yeah. Objection! Can the judge stop giving? Uh, d d I, I'm again. I'm stacked against uh, these two defendants against because me because I asked whether he looked like an avocado or not. Objection! He looks like an avocado. So my point is, that I don't feel 
the sudden terror and rage when a purple avocado with a giant glove with stones in it is the main villain of this multi-billion franchise and his only power is clicking people away and oh i don't feel so good what a sentimental moment in cinema history when people disappeared oh i didn't see that one coming oh wait didn't they all come back in time or some bullshit where they came back and they weren't actually dead what a load of fucking bollocks let's get onto the plot what a load of bollocks <laughs> any other villains that you would like to talk That's about miss McBeal? because there are a few do you know anymore? The greatest villain of all time in the MCU was fucking the Green Goblin. Where was the Green Goblin in the MCU? He wasn't in the MCU universe because he was in the Sony universe. Wrong Spider-Man. Willem Dafoe should have had an Oscar for his performance as the Green Goblin. He's not in the MCU. Yeah, okay, on, fine. Man. Um, fucking... Come on, name me some more villains. I gave you one. I know. For free. <laughs> He's my favourite. I don't know. I don't watch these fucking shit films. Uh, well, you should have done some research. No, I don't want to put myself through this. That's the whole point of this. I don't want to put myself through all 21 films. 23. Thank you. <sighs> Joycey Cochran, your <laughs> rebuttal, please. To be honest, I agree. I don't think there are that many strong villains. There's a handful. I would say Zemo is is quite a compelling villain. Killmonger, Thanos, obviously. But I do agree that there are. they have not had the strongest rogues gallery. Never heard of them. That's it. I agree with you. You can have this one. So you're just, you're agreeing with him. You can have that one. Okay. Now you cannot pick him after this. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm, I'm counting scores, mate. I also don't agree with either of you. But... No, your point is, is. I know, I know. I've given down Sorry, you're on a shut the fuck up for a second. <laughs> fuck you. Jesus. Objection. That is rude against the judge and should be a disciplinary action. Sustained. Your whole thing is that. You're a big fan of Loki, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not my whole thing, but it's a big thing. Is Loki a true villain? Not by the end of his arc, no. Exactly. So I wouldn't have called him a villain. I might have called him an anti-hero, or he had moments of, like, villainy, but I wouldn't have said he was a true villain. No, he's misunderstood. Thus, your argument is bollocks. Mine? Yeah, that it's got good villains because it's fucking Loki. <laughs> Order. <laughs> I'll take on anyone. I'll take on you all. Lally, McBeal. I mean... All right, well, I have two more things to say. So we're on five. No, we should be on five. I lied. I have six things. <laughs> um, <laughs> they didn't do I that. thought you swore to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. All right, I'll, 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 tell, I'll tell a seventh then. All right, fine. I'll make up a fucking seventh, just like the Marvel Universe makes up its films off scratch. Anyway, right, so... Like I, all movies, except biographies and biopics. Objection. Overruled. I found an article, right, from a well-respected uh, website called sci-fi.com. That's S-Y-F-Y. The ridiculous spelling. You may know that they... Um, the channel sci-fi. The channel sci-fi, yes, well-respected. The stupid spelling Objection, of that is an opinion of the judge and should not be... Overruled. <laughs> I'm having the best time. There you are. They have an article that is titled, All the MCU Movies You Have to Watch... To understand Avengers Endgame. Not just the first Avengers, the whole Avengers Endgame. Do you want to know how many movies they've put on this fucking list? Do you want to take a guess? 23. Ah, that's a bit too much. But 12. 12 films to watch one. Now, I will take into account that three of those films are Avengers films, I think. I hope they have put the Avengers on this thing, because that will make it even worse. No, they have not. They haven't even put the Avengers 3 past films on this list. So in total, it is actually 
15 no it's not 15 <laughs> 16 film no it's 15 films i'm losing count <laughs> 15 films you have to watch to understand what everyone's talking about last year or the year before whenever Endgame came out and oh my god if people can sympathize I can sympathize with people who have gone through this and heard their friends talking about just like when Star Wars came out that's all they talked about for months on end and they can't stop talking about it I sympathize with you people of the nation that had to go through with that I I feel your pain especially having to watch 15 movies just to watch this one cinematic event of the year can I have those 15 films please yes please I will give you those 15 films so obviously we've got the Avengers the past ones we also have uh, oh wait they did put the Avengers in here (laughs) sorry back down to 12 right right, okay forget okay 12 12 films Captain America Civil War haven't seen it just saying Thor Ragnarok best one have seen it Captain America Winter Soldier haven't seen it Ant-Man and the fucking Wasp haven't seen it Guardians of the Galaxy Uh, unfortunately I've seen the first one Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 no haven't seen it Thor The Dark World that really crap one yeah I have seen it (laughs) in 3D Doctor Strange uh have seen it uh Captain America, the first Avenger. How many Captain America films are there? Haven't seen it. And uh, the, yeah, that's it. And the rest of the Avengers films. Okay, so out of those nine, if we're not counting the Avengers, and I'm just stating facts before you get all your knickers in a twist, Miss McBeal, out of those nine films, I have not seen five of them. So therefore, I have not seen more of them than I have seen, and I've seen the Avengers, and I understood it all, and it was fine. Just saying. But you weren't confused by... So no. which one have you not seen? Name me one you haven't seen. Captain Marvel. Okay, so when Captain Marvel showed up at the last Avengers film... Avengers, yeah. What was your reaction? I was like, oh, I know she's Captain Marvel because I've seen the adverts. She's flown in and helped save them. Ta-da! But they didn't do any character building because they assume you've already watched Captain Marvel, right? No, but they don't need to. You know that she is... Is she from outer space? No. Maybe? No. Oh, okay. I don't know. No. But she I comes object in, this. No, she comes in and you know she's a superhero as much as there's character building from Captain America, but I haven't seen his origin story because I don't, I don't need to know his... I mean, I do want to watch him. Exactly. And that is the point I'm trying to make, Judge. I do not need to see these films that they are making. Yeah, so you don't have to. Your argument was, oh, they shouldn't make so many... Because I can't understand the Avengers. But that's the... You don't need to see them. You can see them if you want to. You don't need to see all the Saw movies, but you can. You don't have to see any movies if you don't want to, Dan. But you can. Is this Penny Raging Part (laughs) 2? I'm not raging. I just... You don't have to... I get, I get you don't it. have to see them all, so you don't have to give them your money. So it's fine. So I'm not quite sure what you're so angry about with them being capitalists. Uh, my point is that billions and billions and billions of dollars are being spent every year by Disney Corporation, and they are making these films when they are not, they are not needed to be made. As you clearly said, Judge, they don't need to be seen. What, they are clearly what would not you- needed. What would you like them to make instead? I would love to see um, Idle Hands 2. <laughs> They're a company. They want to make money. People want to see movies. I want more fat... Ugh. I want more fat Thor. Bring it on. 
You cannot I've no pr- get the ump with Disney for making money, I'm afraid. I, I don't know. No, I have no problem with them making money. There's, the, the money is not the question here. I just feel like they're, they're not needed. That we don't need them. We don't need that many films. We don't need mm. any cinema, though. We don't need any cinema at all. Film about, we're a podcast about films. We don't need movies, Andy just said. Can you repeat that, please? Well, if your point is that we don't need something that brings people joy and, yeah, it might make a shit ton of money, but it creates a like, connection for a lot of people, then why do we need any film at all? I don't need any Star Wars movies, but other people do. We definitely didn't need Bad Biology, but someone put money into that. <laughs> you can't, just because it's something you don't like doesn't mean that it shouldn't exist. Uh, I don't need any Harry um, Potter movies, but they made a fuck ton of those. It's fine. Just don't watch them. It's all right. It's going to be okay. And I didn't watch them. And you watched Harry Potter. You hate. No, I watched Harry. I, I love Harry Potter. It's great. I hope they make lots of money. Too. <laughs> you hate. You didn't like the first. First one was terrible. You wanted to get rid of the no, first wanted, Harry Potter film. With so you start to get rid of the origin. Objection. Seri- uh, this is going off topic. Objection. Uh, like Objection. seven series of books. Judge. This with is the going moving book. Like a fucking plank. Objection. He's now cursing at me. This is uncalled for. Uh, overruled. Your Honor, I've consulted the list of films that he said you have to see. Overruled! <laughs> of those mm-hmm. 12 films, six of them uh, include the original sightings of the Infinity Stones. So- which I would say is probably quite important. Yeah, oh, God, true. let me get my dick out and have a whack. Oh, great. Rain it in, Miss McBeal. Oh, yeah, the important stone bit. Oh, Overall, the other ones build important plot Andy. points such as uh, Civil War where the team splits up uh, Ragnarok where Thor gets fucked up there's no real need for Guardians of the Galaxy 2 you'll be happy to hear <laughs> Winter Soldier it involves the downfall of S.H.I.E.L.D. which isn't that important in the narrative of, of Endgame and obviously the first Avengers I reckon no. you could watch in fact I reckon you could just watch the first Avengers Infinity War and Endgame if you wanted to do a little bit more research, you could in- you could include Ragnarok, you could include Civil War, because the Captain America films are the high- the best series of films, and you could include Ant Man and the Wasp, but you don't have to. You could watch as few as three. No, I have no idea where Ant Man uh, the Wasp. I have no no idea about what he is or what he does or where he came from. But they're trying to give you a broader argument, right, argument. To, so you understand all the all the plot points. But you don't have to watch them. But all they're not necessary because they get explained a- in each apparently film. Apparently, sci-fi says you do. So you can work out who the team is from Avengers. You can work out who it is from Civil War. You can work out about the stones from Ragnarok. Other than the characters' reinvention. Ragnarok is necessary because it marks the introduction of several important characters at Endgame. Which characters are they? Please, sci-fi. They are Valkyrie and a couple of other special characters they just put. (laughs) So not really that important. Valkyrie! But it's the most fun, I would say. It's the most fun of the films to watch. Next argument, please, Miss McBeal. Was this my seventh? We're on number... We're on number six. You can only do okay, you can do six if you want because this is. I have six. Um, I had six as money machine. There was a rumor. Fucking hell, Dan. <laughs> that the reason why civil war happened when they fought against each other. Love that plot twist. When they fought against each other, uh, was because um, Tony Stark wanted to not go with Disney and 
Captain America, I think, is on the other side. I haven't seen the film. He uh, wanted to go with um, who were, who were they with, with before Fox? <laughs> wanted to stay with Fox. No, they were they were no they were they were Marvel. And no no objection. Let me explain. And they I'm on some here. Um, they the reason that film was made is because it was a metaphor for the breakup uh, in between of Disney and whoever the owner was before last time. Now. Even the film is trying to tell us that there is civil war in the MCU universe. Does this sound like the kind of superheroes you want in your kind of film? Not to me, I say. I vote no on these fucking superheroes. They can get fucking lost. Fuck off, Iron Man. I really wanted you to have some decent arguments. I really... I'm not even kidding i really wanted you i i thought i had six i thought that is a decent i really argument. wanted you to at least change my mind a little bit dan i was Penny, i was rooting for you i'm four nil down according to your fucking You're score right down. now i've no fucking chance in hell no. i'm going for a hail mary at this yeah. point okay i was i was rooting for you i'm sorry we can ignore the fact that the civil war comic by mark miller came out in 2006 <laughs> if you want and we can just say that it was objection comics are not movies overall okay we can ignore the fact that the source material for these films and franchise came out in 2006 if you would like a, a bonus point okay i cool. i accept oh, i accept you can have this massive victory i'm afraid miss mobile that after considering all the i really i really did want you to change my mind a little bit because i oh what a shock i am not desperate for any more mcu movies i'm quite happy if they make more but yeah do you want to make a closing statement yeah closing statement yeah, can i have a closing statement here can i have a closing statement yeah. you can both have um, a closing statement this has been an absolute farce as you can tell from the tape both of these people including order, the order. judge Let's was against me this end this no now i can't even make no. my closing fucking statement no. fuck this courtroom we're done you, i it's over I, I'll let you finish your closing statement if you want, because I've got a closing statement. Thank you. Thank you, the defendant. God, even the, the defendant is more sympathizing than the fucking... Stop being such a whiny bitch! <laughs> <laughs> it's too hard for that shit. Pen, I'm in character, don't worry. I'll be out of it soon, don't worry. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> anyway, back in character. The thing is, the judge has been against me <laughs> since the very beginning of this court. <laughs> And it's an absolute farce. I want a fair trial, and I agree to a fair trial in 15 episodes' time. Thank you very much. Joycey Cochran, your closing argument, please. My closing statement is as follows. At no point do I feel I've been overly harsh. I have been quite fair in the rebuttal of every argument that's been made. However, the prosecutor's arguments have been made on unsubstantiated facts that he has made up off the top of the dome, incorrect information about what is actually within the MCU, and equally the DCEU, and... <laughs> Uh, it, it's just that this was an easy trial I've put no effort in I've done very little research and I think the right decision has been made thank you your honour you're welcome Let's get fucked <laughs> <laughs> oh Film out of a hat is where we take a film and talk about it the next week. The film out of the hat this week is Would You Rather, which was Penny's Choice that came out in 2012. It stars Brittany Snow. Yeah, I'd never heard of where she came from. I'd, I'd never seen her in anything. Pitch Perfect. I've set Pitch Perfect. She was also in Vin Diesel's greatest film, 
the pacifier. Uh, not Riddick. <laughs> no. No, the pacifier. Are you telling me you don't know the Peter Panda dance? The Peter Panda dance? Yeah, the Peter Panda dance. No. No. Check it out. It's incredible. Okay. It also stars, and I wouldn't put her this high up, but according to Wikipedia, she's the second from the top. Sasha Gray, who I have seen on different websites, but not ones that are PG, I would say. We'll, we'll get to her later. Um, and also, Jeffrey Coombs, who Penny loves Yay! dearly. And Mr. McAllister. Oh, yeah. And Crabman from... And Crabman. My name is My Al. name is Al. Oh, and the guy that plays the penguin in Gossam. Gossam? Gossam City. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, this film is... Uh, oh, I forgot. This film is technically a scary film, guys. Whoa! I'm an internet ghost. I'm, I'm an internet ghost. That's going to get old really quickly. <laughs> No, it brings so much joy to my cold, dead heart every time I hear it. Yeah. Uh, yes, it's a, it's oh. a scary... I wouldn't say it's scary, but it's a horror, bloody film, I would say. Um, so, this film is about a girl called Iris, and she's a young woman caring for a sick brother called Rayleigh, and she's unable to for- afford the cost for his leukemia treatments until... Was America. Until she meets a... A man called Shepherd, played by Jeffrey Coombs. Jeffrey, 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 go Jeffrey, Jeffrey. Jeffrey. <laughs> What's going on? He offers her a deal. He's a philanthropist. Can never spare say that right. Can someone do it? For philanthropist. Me? Thank you very much. I, I have a thing with big words uh, and just words in general. Really, <laughs> he offers her a deal. If she wins a game at a dinner party, and we don't know what kind of game it is yet. Uh, he will pay for Riley's treatment, essentially, and locate a bone marrow donor for him. Even before she's even... He, he already knows he's going to find a donor before, even before he's done it. So he's very confident. Yeah. It's ominous. There's some, some big odds for that sort of game. It's not like he's going to invite her around for a game of darts. Is it? <laughs> game of crib. <laughs> you could do it with Uno, though. Game of Cluda. <laughs> Iris, fancy popping around for some boggle? Oh, my God. <laughs> this movie would have been so much better if they played Monopoly, and it was like... Death Monopoly. Oh, it'd be so good. How would you do Death Monopoly? Every time someone lands on a hotel, you shoot them. No, I was saying, like, go to jail, you get, like, Mm. I don't know, stabbing. It would take a while. It'd be a really long film. I reckon that'd be quite boring. I mean, this movie was... (laughs) Do Uno, right, with two decks of cards, and then slip in a couple of death cards. That'd be pretty good. What, just a casual death card? Well, if we're doing murder board games, then yes. So, Shepard asks Iris that uh, once she's played the game and won it, that's it. She'll get the money, blah, 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 blah. She goes to think it over, but eventually she chooses, yeah, I'm going to do it because she has no hope. And I think there's some sort of like scene with Rayleigh in the car where he's like talking about you're underwater, being held underwater, and and everyone's above you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, f- he feels bad, doesn't he, as well? Yeah. <sighs> you spend so little with the kids that you just don't know whether... I mean, you feel sympathy for him because he got leukemia, of course, but there's so little time spent with him, you don't really make that sort of connection that she has with him. Yeah, he comes across as a miserable prick, which is fine. But, <laughs> I mean, he is <laughs> All right, he is dying, but also you don't really get that connection with him because you don't need it it's just relatable that she's doing it for somebody else we've all got somebody else we would probably do that for Marcy just because ours is Brody and Marcy and not people (laughs) 
But just if any, if any rich philanthropist or anyone wants you to play a game and says, I want to play a game like Jigsaw, just don't do it. Yeah. Short movie, but in life, that's good advice. Yeah. My first note was Jeffrey comes off as the most evil guy before we even know he's the most evil guy. It's because he's fucking brilliant. He's sitting there eating like what? Pistachios? Probably. Yeah. Pistachio and nuts. He's just like, yeah, oh, do you want to play a game? <laughs> so he's dropping the shells on the sofa next to him. So like someone has now got to scoop up a big pile of pistachios. I was like gives no shits yeah um, I think he says something as well when he has his meeting with Iris and she leaves he says she's perfect yeah. and at that point we're thinking what because they're at the doctor's office aren't they and the doctor tries to talk him out of it he's like yeah. no I don't think she'd be very good yeah so there's obviously like a previous arrangement yeah. arrangement going on and but the doctor's like actually I quite like Iris I don't want you well to. the doctor said that he'd been involved in it before as well but also there was some very serious orgy vibes yeah, um, and it just I felt weird. I thought before going into this because I didn't look anything up about it. I thought it was going to be some sort of orgy sex thing going on. Why did you think that? Because you picked it. Because Jeffrey comes off as a pimp <laughs> <laughs> to me. Yeah, no. he does. He really he has his pimp vibes. He rolls in there with his pistachios, <laughs> his pimp came, and his his fur coat. He's been in the business a long time. I think he's just like he's found his niche. He's found his yeah. character. Yeah, he's found his niche, and he's just fucking pulls it off every time. So. Iris doesn't get this job she's applying for. So because she doesn't get this job, uh, she decides, oh, that dinner party game thing that uh, Shepard asked me to go to, maybe I'll just do that because I need the money. And she accepts the offer to go to Shepard's Manor and we get the pretty much the own, the majority of the film is is set in a living room in this manor and we get introduced to everyone who's at this game. So, I'll go through quickly the characters. It's a bit like Clue. Some of them are going to be there for five minutes, some of them are going to be there to the end, but it's like <laughs> arguably the best actor in the whole thing, in my opinion, dies first. So, like, that's also really weird in my opinion Jeffrey doesn't die yeah but Jeffrey's the he's the villain so <laughs> so there's his uh son Julian I don't think he was a necessary character as much as I liked him the no he wasn't you could have cut all his yeah. parts out no you didn't need him to we're gonna go through this anyway but him stopping Iris later on in the film that could have been anyone he was unnecessary yeah Travis who is a war veteran. Oh, I felt bad for Travis. We will later. Yeah. Linda, she's a paralyzed elderly woman who was the funniest in my opinion. <laughs> There's one line in particular I just laugh my ass off so much. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing at this film, but I did a lot. And I don't know whether I like it or not. It's weird. Peter is a gambling addict and he is from Trailer Park Boys, right? Is he? Yes. I don't know the character name, but he's... He reminds me of Danny McBride. Yeah. He does look like him. And it's not Danny McBride. Kind of act like him. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Amy is a woman whose daughter has drowned. That's played by Sasha Gray. Conway is an alcoholic debt guy. <laughs> He's an alcoholic, isn't he? This is Mr. McAllister. Yes. Yeah, wasn't he just a drunk? He was just alcoholic. That was his whole stip. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, I think so. Okay. And Cal, who I have no notes on. Crabman. <laughs> Who's Cal? Crabman. Crabman. Crab Crab Man. We don't know why Crabman was there, no, do we? No, I don't think we know why Lucas was there either, unless I just ignored you. <laughs> he did say later on, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm doing this for someone else. I have two sisters, but then that's all we found out. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. so, along with all these guests and Iris, there's Shepard and about three kind of guards that are in this room, around the room, and then there's a table in the middle, and they all sit around the table. And they all get served dinner. Steak. At this point... 
Iris says she is vegetarian or vegan. Should have mentioned dietary arrangements beforehand. Yeah. Really. <laughs> she should have mentioned that beforehand. Now, this is where the game starts to come in. And every time he did it from now on, I laughed. Because <laughs> it was just like, oh, I sense an opportunity here. So <laughs> I found this film so unnerving and I've seen it before. It's so funny. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> So because she mentions she's vegetarian, Shepard now goes, I have a proposition for you today, Iris. I want you to eat that steak. And if you eat that steak, I will offer you uh, 10,000 yeah. to eat that steak. Wish someone would give me 10 grand to eat a steak. I also don't eat foie gras, but I would for 10 grand. I don't think I would eat the foie gras for 10 grand. You've got a house, mate. Some of us need money. All right, well... Some of us want to buy a zombiever. We're not doing this again, are we? <laughs> nope. So she's kind of hesitant, but she does eat it quite quickly. And he says, possibly the favourite line of the whole film, he says, that's nothing to what's at stake tonight. Why do you love that line so much? Because steak... <laughs> I don't think that was a deliberate pun. No. I don't think he was trying to be funny. I think Are he you found sure? this film a lot funnier Pretty than certain, yeah. it was meant to oh, be. Oh, it was fucking hilarious. I laughed my ass off when he said there's nothing like steak tonight. Well, what would you say as an alternative? <laughs> I know, but she just ate steak and he just came out with a pun of that's nothing for what's at stake tonight. And I was just like, oh, you sly... Like, you can tell he's so villainy, he's making puns about steak. He's not, it's Jeffrey, not a deliberate pun. Jeffrey, either way. I don't Jeffrey, think it's a deliberate pun. I don't think it is. I would have assumed that she would be sick having eaten steak and foie gras. Yeah. She hadn't eaten for like 13 years or something. Because she ate the whole thing, didn't she? She would have been well sick. After this, after she eats the steak, uh, Shepard realises that Conway, aka John Hurd, is a recovering alcoholic. And he offers him 10,000 to drink a glass of wine, but he declines it. And then he offers him 50,000 to drink an entire, uh, what's the word? Decanter. Decanter of scotch, which Conway accepts. That would also have made him quite ill, depending on how long he had not been drinking, because he did that very quickly. I yeah. don't remember how long. He, I think it's five years. You wouldn't be able to handle that without like dropping down dead. He drunk it in the time it took for them to finish eating. Yeah. I mean, fucking impressive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, really impressive, yeah. but... Recovering alcoholic just downs. It's like a litre of whiskey. So at this point, we're starting to plant the seeds of what's coming. You know, the film's called Would You Rather. So dinner ends, and now the game officially begins, where we head into round one. Well, first, he gives them the option to leave, doesn't he? Does he? Yeah, he does. Yeah, he's like, you can kind of see where this is going. And he says to Mr. McAllister, here's your 50 grand. If anyone wants to leave now, you can leave now. If you don't leave now, uh, yeah. then... Tough. You gotta stay. Yeah. Tough. You gotta stay. So while, that's why I was like, what? Fucking take your 50 grand and go home. Yeah, mate, yeah, that was a bad decision on his path. He should have... That was the worst decision. But yeah, he does give them the opportunity to leave. Sorry, it would have been better if he gave the 50 grand to the gambler because it would have made more sense for him to stay and gamble, yeah. maybe, instead of the alcoholic. He's like a creepy Darren Brown. What would he have given the 50 grand to the gambler for? I don't know. Something. It just would have made more sense if the gambler stayed to gamble to go for more. I don't understand why John Hurd has just netted 50 grand he's now drunk <laughs> he doesn't want to go so he was given the option of a small glass of wine for 10 grand or a big yeah. bottle of whiskey for 50, 50 he took the higher yeah. amount with the more dangerous option yeah. because he's fucking greedy 
Yeah. He might have got into a lot of debt as well. So maybe 50 grand wasn't enough. But yeah, he should have left. That's the worst decision he ever made. Even worse than leaving Kevin at home. <laughs> you beat me to So Shepard reveals <laughs> that he's going to play a party game tonight. And he's going to play a party game of Would You Rather? And which players must choose between two options in every round? I've got thing here. Shepard's butler is a former MI5 agent named Bevins, which I thought was funny. <laughs> Bevins is great. <laughs> oh, I love Bevins. Bevins. Bevins was my favourite. He was the only person I cared about. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like Bevins in this one. He's good. He's very professional. <laughs> He's holding an electronic shock machine and Conway attempts to leave but is shot dead at this point. So Conway is John Hurd. Yeah. Best actor dies the first fucking 10 minutes into the film. That's that scream though, isn't it? When they killed Drew Barrymore straight away for are you saying she's a better actor than Matthew Lillard? No, I'm saying she was the bigger actress and that's why they killed her at the beginning to shock everyone because it's... Uh, no one's a better actor than Matthew Lillard I'm putting that I'll tell you what you go against Matthew Lillard and you get some serious comeuppance because he is God according to the meme. Oh yeah, he is now, isn't he? Yeah, and he's really good in Good yeah. Girls at the moment on Netflix. So I have go. no idea what you guys are talking about but anyway. So the first round is two contestants both are hooked up to this electronic shock machine they've just seen john hurd die by the way and they're kind of not as scared as i would be yeah i was a bit like wouldn't you be more terrified at this situation someone's been shot dead yeah round one is two contestants are connected to electronic device there is a button in front and one person decides whether they should shock themselves or the other person connected to the electronic shock machine it's a bit like the Milgram experiment, if anyone is versed on psychology. Where the, oh, yeah. Where, wasn't it, that was them shocking someone in another room, even though they weren't really. Yeah. Yeah, and doing it because they were told to. You could hear the noise, the screams, though. Yeah. Yeah, that was it, yeah. But I think that's why I found it unnerving, and maybe it's because I've got my corona brain on, but, like, the whole thing of what people will do to each other. You know, like, people not wearing masks selfish assholes at the moment like i found it the human condition kind of interesting where they're like yeah. well don't shock her she's a girl and she can't take it but and then the guy's been like, i can take two and the old lady like but whereas some people are just like yeah fuck the it. milgram stuff is all i think that's being told to do something from a position of power told to do it so someone in a lab coat yeah telling you to do yeah. it you're more likely to do it than say yeah me yeah telling you yeah to do exactly. it. jeffrey <laughs> I don't know if Jeffrey told me to do it I might oh do it oh my god what about if Bevan's told you to do it is he pointing a gun at me I don't know who cares his name is Bevan's it's fantastic <laughs> I'll go go on what if Timothy Oliphant yeah. and Jeffrey Coombs were in the electronic shock machine which one would you <gasps> shock oh wait no that's mean no Jeffrey no because I know what no, you're no, going to no, do no 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 okay. Jeffrey right Timothy Kermit the Frog. One of those isn't real, bear in mind. <laughs> Which one do you shock? Yeah, I'd Kermit, because he's not real. What if what if and the then... puppeteer wow. who has his hand up Kermit the Frog? No, no let's move on. No, who Kermit. Cares? <laughs> Kermit. Also, I feel like now I've got to point out that I wouldn't shock Timothy Oliphant, and then he'd feel so grateful that I didn't shock him, we'd get married. Oh, for fuck's sake. He would absolutely shock you, though. <laughs> No. He would. Why? He would. Of course he would. No. He's married. He's got kids. Rather than who? Anyone. This crazy fan. Yeah, he'd rather shock that <laughs> mental fan than Kermit the Frog. No, he wouldn't. <laughs> um, this, I forgot as well, when John Hurd got shot, the old woman says the best line ever, in my opinion. Yeah. I would like to go home now. And I just kind of laughed. <laughs> so sad. This was after Jeffrey had yeah. made one of them kiss Iris and she went, are you going to make us kiss? <laughs> 
Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you wish, love. Um, so uh, they do the first round of electronic shocks. Pretty much, no one gets eliminated. They do it. One thing we do notice is that when what's Sasha Gray's character? I'm just gonna call her Sasha. I can't remember her fucking name. Amy. When she's hooked up and the old lady's hooked up, she immediately shocks the old lady. <laughs> no shit. And we know she's a bitch in this film. Fantastic. <laughs> um, which was funny as well, a little bit. <laughs> Even Jeffrey and Bevins were impressed. They both went, whoa! whoa! I don't think anyone was scared not to do it, though, except for... They shot Mr. McAllister, so they were like, we have to do it, yeah. Yeah, they kind of had to, yeah. So, that ends. No one gets eliminated. They're all still in the game. Round two happens. Getting exciting now, guys. <laughs> Each contestant has 30 seconds to choose between stabbing someone in the, in the leg with an ice pick or whipping Travis three times with a shambok, which is a very large whip. I thought it was a J, not a sh- it's a silent S. Is it not a jambok? Jambok. Well, I kind of went sh-jambok. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah, you rolled it into one noise. I had it was a question fine. about that. Because a lot of the times yeah. they didn't want to stab someone in the leg because of the femoral artery, mm-hmm. which could kill you, which I also got. But I was also like, well, I don't know where it is. I know it's more groin. I felt like they made a big thing about how it would be more likely to kill someone by stabbing them in the thigh. And I wasn't convinced. Fun fact, most motorbike riders who crash die because they slash their femoral artery. Oh. But I thought that was like the inside of your thigh. Yeah, but if you stab someone, you might hit it. I don't know. That's the point. But like, if you just stab them in the top of the thigh. Well, that's what they did. Well, this is the thing with this film. There's a lot of things that you could have got away with. So the first one I said was, why not stab them lightly? <laughs> like in the... Well, because they would make you... Yeah. They... But they didn't. They not One of them did it to show that you had to do it for yeah. force. Well, they did it when Iris hit Travis the first time. They're like, nope, uh, okay. it's not good enough. You, don't get, you can't tap him. That thing is fucking mental, mm. though. Yeah. So Travis is an old war vet, so they have this choice whether to whip him three times each time, uh, every time they go around the table, or to stab someone else in the leg. So Iris debates her options of stabbing Cal or whipping Travis. Travis kind of just goes, yeah, just do it. It's fine. I can take it. Blah, blah, blah. He gets whipped a lot. The reason he gets whipped is because he kicked off at Julian the kid. Ah, yeah. Like he threatened to kick the shit out of him. Yeah, oh, beforehand. Because in theory, you would have thought Travis, it would be like Travis and someone, and then it would be someone else and two different people, but they just kept doing it. And I thought that was really quite well done because he's still got his shirt on and you can just see it bleeding and then just getting worse and worse Mm. rather than like trying to do like an actual back prosthetic or something. You were just like, that looks... Even Lucas, who's kind of like really against it at this point, he basically whips Travis again. It gets to Travis's turn and he can take three whips from Bevan's or stab someone. He takes three whips from Bevan's. At this point, uh, he's on the floor bleeding. His back is covered in just marks and blood and stuff. It's fucked. Isn't yeah. It? I bet yeah. it looks like minced beef under there. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but when it gets to Peter, he knows or notices that Linda, the old woman, is paralyzed from the waist down. So he says, if I stab you in the leg, Linda, <laughs> mm-hmm. it'd be fine. You won't feel anything. I'll stab you in the leg. We don't have to give any whips to Travis anymore. It'll be grand. And he stabs her really silently. This is where the I thought there was like a missing sound effect, but I understand they were trying to. There was going to be no reaction from Linda, but it's like the stabbing motion going into her leg was so quiet that I felt like there should be some sort of sound effect or like something. You didn't like it, did you, Andy? That no, was the- this bit kind of fucked me up. Like legitimately, I had to stop and go for a walk. Really? I think it's because it was so quiet, and then it just oozed out like legitimately. Yeah, like jam. Yeah, like fucking jam. 
like squeezing ketchup out of a bottle. <laughs> just the realism of it was like a bit too much. And I was like, fuck this. I'm going to go cuddle the cat and fuck off with an ice cream. I mentioned as well, Lucas is constantly saying at this point, I'm okay being stabbed, which I wouldn't be. <laughs> okay, fuck. He's saying to Travis, it's okay, I'm okay being stabbed. But uh, I mean, I guess if he wants to be the hero. They're all trying to work together like in Saw 5. But like, I was just like, oh, they're trying to... They're trying to help each other out, but it's not going to work because it's like Battle Royale. Why is only one winner? I thought it was nice that they were trying to help each other out and be nice people. But yeah, I was just like, it's not going to work. So Linda gets stabbed and the blood's coming out. It's kind of hitting artery and it's going all over the place, but they kind of get a belt to try stop the blood from flowing up there. Does it go above or below? Yep. <laughs> Fucking idiots. Above or below the wound, they're asking. Yeah. yeah. When it gets to Linda's turn, again, another funny bit, she just automatically stabs Amy <laughs> straight away. <laughs> okay, that was funny. Amy elbows her. Amy's such Who a- stabs Amy? Linda. Well, yeah, you would, wouldn't you? Because you're like, Amy is the first person that clearly doesn't give a shit and she'd do it to you. And I was like, they would gang up on her really quickly. Yeah, Amy's kind of the... Fair play to Linda. ...bitch out of the whole group, it seems like. They're trying to label her as a bit like the bitch, basically. She doesn't care about the rest of them. So, yeah, Linda stabs Amy and then Amy elbows Linda in the nose. Uh, At this point, Linda's losing a lot of blood. At this point, Amy decides to stab Iris in the ribs rather than the leg. We get it. She's a bitch. She's the one that no one's going to like. It's all about self-preservation with Amy. There we go. She's out for number one. Numero uno. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I said that. (laughs) So everyone sort of lives until we find that Linda has died from her wound, unfortunately. So Linda's out of the game. They're just like, oh, Linda's passed out. She's like slumped in a chair. And they're like, nope, Linda is dead. Yeah. (laughs) Bevan's with that medical knowledge. He's like... Like she's out. I love the way they're like, Linda can no longer play the game. And like, like sadly, Travis is no longer able to play the game. Right? Yeah, they're dead. And then Carl chooses to whip Travis so you have a higher chance of winning by rendering Travis unresponsive, which he does. Didn't they decide like we should put him out of his misery? Yeah. Yeah. So at this point, Travis is out of the game. Linda's dead. So we're down to about four or five people, I think, at this point. And then they make a run for it. <laughs> Now, this is the first problem I had. You had more people at the start of this fucking film, and now you make a run for it. But the reason they make a run for it is because the Doctor, who is Bob in The Walking Dead, the Doctor has changed his mind, Hmm. and he feels bad about getting Iris involved. So there's a whole load of scenes where he's sneaking up on the house, and he's trying to get in, and they've seen him get in, don't they? And that's why Jeffrey leaves? Is that not when they try and get out? No, no, no. They don't They don't see him get in at all. Because he sneaks... I mean, if they see him, fucking Bevan's are seeing him. <laughs> yeah. And if Bevan sees you, Good old Bevan. you're fucked, mate. That's it. There was a reason Julian made Jeffrey leave the room. And that's why they were like, right, well, there's just a couple people so we can escape. So what happens is Lucas causes a distraction and everyone except Amy leaves the room. So Amy's still sat there because she likes... Being, I don't know her stupid f- I, I honestly hate this Sasha Gray's character in this she probably still needs the money and she thinks she'll win yeah I would assume yeah because she's like I'll fucking I mean you can't tell can you she barely opens her mouth I'll stab you for a fiver <laughs> for a fiver yeah that's what we discussed her <laughs> imagine all you win was a tenner or something so Cal advances on Shepard with the Jambok as Lucas attacks the guards and Iris escapes after Shepard shoots and kills Cal. The others surrender. Mm-hmm. So Cal's out of the game after getting shot by Shepard. Oh, yeah. They all surrender. They go back to the game. Well, hey, well done, guys. You did a fucking terrible job of that. <laughs> Shepard sends <laughs> Bevans and Julian after Iris. She's the only one who is not at the table. 
and Julian finds Iris first and attempts to rape her, but she stabs him with an ice pick, and then Dr. Barden breaks into the mansion to save her. Dr. Barden and Bevan's converge on her. Bevan just shoots him, doesn't he? Yeah, Bevan shoots him. Yeah. He's like, oh, I didn't mean to get you involved. Bang. He was pointless as well. <laughs> I love how he just fucking turns up at the house at the night, just go, I'm here to save you, bang, <laughs> It's Phil. Bevins kills Dr. Borden, escorts Iris back to the game, and sends Julian upstairs. Julian. The third round begins, which is the fun round. My favorite round. It's the fast money round. It's double or nothing. I wish they played jingles in this. It would be fantastic. Just like fucking... You could win. Jingles aren't scary. Door number one. It's it's a new car. <laughs> like that, you know, just play jingles and shit. But they would just be like, you could win chemotherapy for your brother. Yeah. <laughs> you could win. <laughs> the third round begins with each player having 30 seconds to choose between going underwater in this Whoa. barrel for two minutes. So being underwater in this barrel for two minutes That's... or take an unknown task that is in a sealed envelope in front of each player. And then they're all random. No one knows what's in it. Even Shepard says, I have no idea what's in it, these envelopes. Before we start, question. probably the same question. Would you take the barrel or would you take the envelope? Yeah, I am not a gambler, so I would take the barrel. Jenny is a gambler. I imagine she would take the envelope. I would take the barrel because I'm pretty good swimmer. So I don't know if I could do two minutes, but I could do I could do a minute, but I couldn't do two minutes. I'd die either way. Better the devil you know, in it. Maybe I would think about it because he said some of them weren't that bad. He lied. I mean, they were all pretty... They were all pretty bad. But like, after the first one, I'd have been like, no, I'm taking the barrel. Yeah. I would have taken the barrel anyway. I think so, but I also know I can't hold my breath that long. So, Peter is up first. So, he chooses a card. First off, he says, I'm not going to take it. I'm going to just take the card and see what happens. He has mats. Uh, he Because he's the gambler. <laughs> yeah, I've forgotten he's about this. He's thinking, oh, you thought I was going to pick the yeah. barrel. Therefore... Yeah. He tries to double bluff double him. Double bluff him, yeah. And, yeah, reverse psychology and all this kind of stuff. I thought he was going to pick the barrel in the end, the way he was talking. But he's like, therefore, I'm picking the card. And I was like, yeah. oh. <laughs> Why? Yeah, that's a fucking idiot move. So, his card has a uh, a light or looks like a dynamite stick on it and he's like what's this and shepherd says oh you have to put a firecracker on your hand hold it while it blows up and he's like oh that's not too bad realizes that it's not really a firecracker it's like a stick of dynamite that's gonna go on his hand it's a quarter stick of dynamite mm-hmm. that's a quarter of the stick that blew her up in butterfly effect yes that was like a six pack, wasn't it? No, it was just, it was a spark. Was that just one? No, I don't even think it was proper dynamite, was it? I thought it was because they thought it was a firecracker and it wasn't. And that's why it blew up a woman and her baby. No, was maybe it? you're right. Yeah. It was a quarter of the butterfly effect. Anyway. I wish I was watching a quarter of the butterfly effect. At this point, there's a lot of points where I've gone like, you have the tools to escape from here. Like there's ice picks. Do you? Yes. There's no way Especially- I can get past all right, Bevins. All right, okay. Bevins is like a superhero. No one can get past him. Not even that. I'm a five foot two small girl. If he's holding the firecracker, I would have just thrown it. I know he got duct taped to it and all that, but he was very, he wasn't up for doing it as soon as he saw the dynamite. I would have just played along with it, light it, and as soon as it gets down to the end, just fucking throw it at Shepard and run off. 
That would have actually been, re- yeah, that would have yeah, been really smart. Yeah, that would have been a better. Yeah. But he was complaining and they say, oh no, yeah. duct tape his hand so it can't leave. So they duct tape his hand to oh, dynamite. That's a really good idea, Dan. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that was I good. I was thinking, there's, I've got more. So they duct tape his hand, they light it. If it's a dud, Shepard says, it's fine, you pass. If it, nothing goes off, it's fine. Of course, no way. nothing happens for a bit and he's like, oh, thank God. And then zooms in on his face and you see a explosion and his fingers are pretty much mangled and gone seeing as how there's quite a lot of violence in it you don't see a lot of it as close as you could except for the leg bit i know you didn't yeah. like it andy yeah yeah and like like the implication with the eye and the hand yeah. and the- so explosion destroys peter's hand he has a heart attack he dies <laughs> He's out of the game. Way what a fun so game! So got Amy and Iris and Lucas. Yeah, Lucas. Yeah. So Lucas is next. Lucas picks the card and it has an eyeball on it. This is another one where it's easy, so so easy to get away with this. I'll explain in a minute. Is it so easy? It's how? so easy. Like I couldn't believe how easy it was. So Lucas has an eyeball on it. Shepard says you have to slit your eye with a razor. Okay. Uh. Okay, wait, 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 wait. There's some sore shit right there. This is so simple to get around this. It's unbelievable, (laughs) right? He doesn't want to do it for a long period of time. He has 30 seconds to do it. Literally the last second, he just quickly grabs the razor and slits his eye. Now, you could easily fake that. And especially after he does it, he covers his eye the whole time. You could pretend you slit your eye and cover your eye. Yeah. Yeah. It's so easy. How are you going to create the blood? What are you going to do? Cut under your eyebrow? There was no blood. I don't really remember seeing any. Oh, yeah, there wouldn't but be, would there? There was just, like... No, there wouldn't be. The second, the, the last bit of the film, he removes his hand from his eye and you see a slit. That's yeah. it. But you could have kept it there for the whole night and they wouldn't have known you've done it. I'm pretty certain they would have checked. But they didn't. Because they saw his eye they, hanging open, flapping in the wind. No. They didn't. They it didn't. was pretty puffy at the end, wasn't it? Like, Yeah. They wouldn't have just gone, we take it on good authority that you've done it, we trust you. That's why you're it here. It felt like that. Like, there was no real checking of his eye. It was just like, ah, oh, my eye. Oh, no, it's, oh, wait. <laughs> he didn't really do it, and he convinced me, so... <laughs> I thought he was lying. I thought the twist is he was faking the, the uh, slicing of his eye. Oh, but then. It's not as smart as you, Dan. No, not, obviously not. Well, there you go. They've got Sasha Gray in it. So there you go. I'm just ripping Porn Sasha stars Gray. are people too, Dan. Yeah, I know, but you shouldn't go into acting, especially if you're porn star. <laughs> We're going to get cancelled again. So, Amy, uh, Amy's next. And she no, she's not. chooses her card. Yes, she is. Iris no, is next. No, 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 Iris is next. Sorry. Iris is next. She chooses the barrel. And while she's in the barrel, she's having flashbacks of uh, Rayleigh or Riley. And... I might see if I can hold my breath yeah. for two minutes now. And um, she's having flashbacks of the car conversation that I mentioned earlier about how you're under under pressure and it's all related to the current situation. Blah, blah, blah. Metaphors, whatever. It doesn't really make much sense. Anyway, she survives holding her breath for two minutes under a barrel. Amy's next. And Bevan's holds her head down. Bevan holds her head down, yeah. But Bevan's gives her a round of applause. Yeah, he's impressed. Yeah. See? Bevan's is all about the rules. He might seem like a dickhead, but he's a good dude. He's all about the rules. He kicked the shit out of Julian. Well, he gave him a bollocking for trying to rape Iris. He's all about the rules, and that's why I like him. Plus, he knows how to shoot people and uh, torture and medical stuff. He's like, what's his face from Unleashed? Is that That's why. Bob Hoskins. <laughs> no, no, he's, he's not. He's got like Bob Hoskins kind of thing about no, him. No, I tell you who he's more like. He's more like Alfred 
from Batman. A little bit, yeah. A little bit like Just, first. you know, he's he's a bit of a servant, but he does all the bidding. A tiny bit evil. Pen, are but- you still trying to hold your breath? I wonder why it was so quiet. It's bliss, isn't it? Are you legit trying to hold your breath for two minutes? What the fuck has happened to this podcast? Yeah, can we put the countdown theme in? Oh, fuck. Yeah, that'd be good. There you go. I'm not doing anything until she's finished. <laughs> she's going to pass out in a minute. Penny might pass out on our podcast. It'd be hilarious. Anyway. <laughs> well done, Pen. Yeah, you would have drowned. You'd be dead. 53 seconds. You would have been dead first. I would have drowned. <laughs> I mean, I assume... Fucking hell. It's also really hot in here. I assume, though, if you are trying not to drown, your survival instincts would kick in and you would make it a bit longer. Look, we can try it tomorrow and also, if you want. also, she didn't have two idiots trying to make her laugh. Well, speaking... <laughs> idiots, thank you very... I'm respectable man of the people, thank you very much. After today's podcast... He's the Bevans of this podcast. Anyway, speaking of uh, holding it for longer, Amy's next, and she decides to choose a card, but then she finds out that on her card it has a barrel and four on it, and she goes, what's this? No, what do you think it is? There's four and a barrel on it, you stupid character. Four and a barrel. What? Oh. Did she do something weird to your willy, and that's why you don't like her very much? <laughs> 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 he got too excited. He couldn't deal with it. It's because she kept her clothes on. I was just like, there's some, there's some yeah. underlying pain here. <laughs> Sorry, that came out of nowhere. That's what that, she got, said. that really got me. That came out of nowhere. Maybe that was the problem. She do something weird to your willy. Well, you know, she's on other sites. Like, you seem to be quite upset with her. Oh, we're going to have to call it that now. I think it's the lack of oxygen to my brain. No, I have no... Uh, the porn side of it, Sasha Gray, fine. I have no problem with her doing porn. It's just her acting's fucking atrocious. Yeah, she wasn't She's great. She's so bad yeah, in, she this. Wasn't great in this. Sorry, Sasha. But they luckily only give her a little bit of lines. But I find it weird that she... Uh, well, I understand why she's second from the top in terms of starring cast. Because of Sasha Gray. Oh, she's famous. But she had literally... The least amount of dialogue. She was second from the top. Yes, in the and she's on the poster. So, she's on the poster. In her name is on the poster. That's yeah. That's stupid. She's yeah. She's like fourth at least. She has like the second least amount of lines. I think, but under John Hurd, who dies in the first five minutes. <laughs> Yeah, she'd be like four. So she has to go under a barrel for four minutes because she picked the card. When Bevins pushes her down into the barrel, Iris realizes she didn't have time to breathe and she's immediately fucked at this point. She's already, yeah. within five seconds, she's she's dead. Did she still have her mouth open? Yeah. Or something? Yeah. She kind of went... <gasps> now. Like, hang on. Shepard says to her, how long can you hold your breath for, Amy? How long did your husband hold your little girl when he drowned her? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot, like, how yeah. long did you... Li- I was like, where'd that come from? Yeah. I mean, it was one of the <laughs> darkest lines in this film, but he's so jovial when he said mm. it. It was really, like, misleading. He revels in being evil. Yeah. Like, are we meant to feel sympathy for her? I don't know. Yeah, probably. Probably. I don't know. I don't know. Also, the card that Iris had in the envelope was extract your own teeth, yeah. which sounds... That would have been the worst. Yeah, fuck that shit. That's the worst. Fucking oh, Extract all your teeth. How long would it take you, do you think, to pass out from I'd that? pass out be- thinking about it beforehand, I think. Do you think they'd then wake you up and carry mm. on? Mm. Now, here's another way you could have got out of this. Yeah. <laughs> Pretend to drown. You're sorry... You elbow Bevins in the face and jump out the window. Yeah, but as soon as you <laughs> undrown... For fuck's sake. He is XMI5. No. No, he's not. Yeah. I am. I am to the last wipe. You're not Tom Cruise. Yeah. You're the last wipe. That's true. No, you're 
teeth are not wonky. Yes, they are. <laughs> okay, so. No. Yeah. Dynamite, I'm with you. Everything else. Yeah, okay. So Amy's now dead. So we're left with Lucas, Iris, and that's it. Yay! The last two alive. Yay! Our favourite. It's nearly over. It's nearly over at this point. Yay! <laughs> so, the last round, Iris is going to go first, and she's given a choice of whether to shoot or kill Lucas to win the game. If she spares him, it will result in both of them just walking out with no money. But if she kills him, she'll get money. Now, wait, wait, wait. What money? How much? I don't know. They never explain how much money. He said it was enough to cover the house and that she could go back to school and pay for all his medical bills. And then obviously finding the donor. You need to have a contract. Yeah. There needs to be a contract like Fifty Shades. There needs to be some sort of like agreement To be fair, I actually wouldn't have not believe him at this point. I'd be like, if he's going to do it, he's going to do it. Like, yeah. So that, that is my question. Like, what would you... Yeah. What would you do if that was you? Would you both walk away or would you... Yeah, but he's basically... Uh, Lucas at this point is saying, don't shoot me. I have daughters and I have, uh, you know... I have sisters. All this stuff. And she kills him. Yeah. Now, that doesn't make any fucking sense. There's no motive or reason for her to do that besides the money. Yes, I get it. But there's no... We get five or ten minutes of her and her brother, isn't it? Yeah. Rayleigh. Yeah. And we're supposed to feel like, oh, she's done the right thing. I'm like, ah! <laughs> She's doing it to look after her brother. I mean, it's like Golden Balls, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. He's the Jasper Carrot of this affair. Split or steal. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, I am not going to try and be the bigger person here, but I'd probably do what she did because if I'd have been out through all of that yeah. to come away with nothing and still, like, I've been through all this shit, I nearly died, and I still am in the same situation, I probably would have yeah. shot him too. Yeah, I, I guess to get through all that at that mental state, you probably would just be like, fuck it, I've done a lot anyway, so I'm like, yeah. Yeah, you'd be like, I don't want to kill him. I don't want to yeah. become a murderer. Which I found like when after she shot him and she's crying because it's awful. And the way they were like, yeah, yeah congratulations. So I found that it just, dark. it was yeah. so Bevins. dark. Bevins is the man. I love Bevins. <laughs> anyway. All right, crazy fanboy. Lucas gets shot in the chest and Shepard crowns Iris the champion, gives her a bag of money and explains that a donor has already been located for her brother. I wish he had given her an actual crown. <laughs> With a sachet like, or something. Like, yeah, prom queen. Prom queen. Like prom queen. <laughs> It'd been a bit midsummer, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, crown God, yeah. That would have been hilarious. Bevans walks her out to the limo with, with like, fanfares all around. <laughs> For some reason, I'm now thinking of weddings. Let's move on. So, hatchet ending. When Iris arrives home, she finds Rayleigh asleep on his bed, so she showers the blood off her. Then she realizes that Rayleigh has committed suicide by overdosing, meaning there is no point in playing the game. The end. Yeah. <laughs> See, now I've just written bleak as fuck. Stupid ending. Because I clearly, re- I don't, not related to this. No, I was just like, I just found it really bleak because like she's been through all of that. It was such a stupid and ending. Now, it's crap. I mean, he shouldn't have done. There's no. We what? don't know him thought, enough to, for us to go. Oh yeah, that's why he commits. So we we know he has leukemia. Yes, but well, no, because he was he was talking all the way through about I'm a big I'm a burden and for ten minutes like you haven't got a life because of me and blah blah blah. Yeah, but just I don't know. I found this film more unnerving, but I also th- like overthunk it like I usually do. So 
I just assume this is how horror films are supposed to be now. The ending <laughs> is always really unsatisfying. No. There's like, oh, a twist. Fate of Black credits. No, like, I'm just not making you watch really, really good You're ones. right about that. They've all been shit so far. Yeah. Thanks, Ben. Jeez. Drive was the best one, and you gave that four. Thanks, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> one not horror film, two boring. Anyway. Um, so Iris and, uh, is alive, and she gets the money, but... um. Right, he's dead. I found it really sad. I laughed. And really bleak. Because I thought, really? I did as it, well. I laughed because I thought, really? Is that the ending you... And I immediately, before it faded, I was like, this is going to be a hatchet ending, is it? And it fades to black. And I was like, oh, great. Fucking hatchet ending. Oh, brilliant. I mean, all films fade to black. You can't just call that a hatchet ending. That was not a hatchet no, ending. No, it was just like, you, you're left there going, really? Like, that's a hatchet ending. You're like, yeah. is that it? That's a hatchet ending. Would that have been more or less satisfying if she got home and had a happy ending? What would you have preferred? Because to me, that was just the I twist. I prefer not to see. I prefer not to see. Any so like of it. she just, she just. I prefer her just to leave the manor and okay. just go. That's it. That's a better ending than seeing Rayleigh. I would have had her coming home, then showering, then the next day packing up a car and they both fuck off because they don't need to be there anymore. Because they can go wherever they want because they got a shit ton of cash. Okay. Not just fucking, oh, she gets home. This dude's probably dead can confirm he's now dead it's pointless yeah. i mean i think it's, it's such a cliche that they didn't need to do it's a confusing do. film yeah they didn't need to do it but i think they just kind of either wanted a twist or just to like it, really make it bleak i don't know yeah it's, if they're trying to do a twist they should have done a twist with jeffrey because it's just like he gets away with it and that's it no one phones the police nothing yeah, happens with him billionaires it's just, in it they get away with all sorts of shit yeah, what would have made it a better uh, what six people are dead what would have made it a better twist is if she goes in to find him and he has OD'd. However, there is a card from the last round. So he has the choice of ODing or whatever. That would have made it a much more interesting twist. It would have tied it all together. Maybe, yeah. Instead of just, ah, oh, I feel sorry for myself. I'm sorry she's got to look after me. Yeah. I just top myself because she's having a great time as it is. It's just, it just tries to make it too bleak. Yeah. The film is just like, it's not interesting. The, the interesting bit is the games itself but like it's just a game of killing someone or not off in this film and that's it but even that's games it. aren't that interesting I mean the first one yeah. where they electrocute each other no. you see it happen to every single person it took like 25 minutes you're like why the fuck are we yeah. doing this it did take too long it was so bland <laughs> I tell you what, if it wasn't for fucking Bevans, I'd be totally out on this one. He is the saving grace. <laughs> okay, we've got to wrap this up. Uh, what's your opinions and score, Penny? Uh, I picked it. I still liked it. I obviously I think I thought it was sillier the first time around than when I watched it. And maybe I'm just in a weird mood. You know how I overthink saw and waking up in a saw trap terrifies me. So I guess I was kind of going with that. It's absolutely fine. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> I, I liked it. I wouldn't watch it again anytime soon, but I wouldn't not recommend it to people. I thought it was pretty good. What's the score? I will give it a... Who's your friend that keeps saying that we can't give scores and everything's average? Because I'm going with a seven. No, it's just you guys. Sorry, I've given ever. a ten. I gave a nine. Thank you very much. Oh, that's true. I did give a four. You guys have gone seven or eight every single time, I think, for the majority of it. No, there was a, there was a one and a four. Okay. Andy? It was so bland. <laughs> it was really dull. It was a terrible dinner party. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want a dinner party with, like... Foie gras was good. Prince and Kurt Cobain and Hitler. That's a dinner party. Not six sad pricks who want some money for free. It was just... That's Sasha Gray. 
And, and Sasha Gray, yeah. <laughs> I'm so getting tweeted, babe. <laughs> yeah, I think Bevan's was the most interesting character. All the others were just a bit predictable. It was the epitome of an absolutely fine movie. It was just fucking boring. Wait, we're talking about Would You Rather, right? Not Drive. Yeah, Would You Rather. I would have thought there would be more interesting <laughs> games for them to do instead of the same one for two whole games and then just one round or something totally different. It was like... Yeah, the end The end round was if better. If they'd done that the whole way through, fine. But it was just really fucking slow. Yeah. Saw has done better Would You Rather games than this has. Much better. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to give it a three. Ooh. Ooh. Um, I'm a bit at odds with this because, as I said, I did laugh quite a bit in this when I shouldn't have, but I found it kind of funny at times because of some of the things that just happened. This is just silly. It's not a good film, though. It's watchable, definitely. It's definitely watchable. <laughs> and it's definitely one, if you had nothing else to watch, you could definitely watch it and go, fine, I've wasted a few hours, that's okay. Um, but it's, yeah, as Andy said, it's just bland. There's nothing going on for it. It's very just uh, kind of basic. Just It's weird. Blinded by. Blinded by Jeffrey. Yeah. Jeffrey was a bit too villainy for me. Like, like it was funny because he was so villainy. He was trying to be so hard to be the villain that it was actually funny. And then I never want to see a film with Sasha Gray acting in it ever again because, oh my God, I just got a few minutes in this film. Fucking hell, it's ferocious. Couldn't contain yourself. Oh God, it's so bad. I could, I nearly skipped through all her dialogue, but there was so little, so thank God. Um, so I'm... Gonna- Jeffrey... Sorry, carry on. I was just going to say, Jeffrey reminded me of a cross between Bruce Campbell and Kevin James. He reminds me, I said this to Penny before the podcast, Uh, it reminds me of John Cleese. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Just a bit smarmy. Smarmy. I'm going to give it a... I'm going to give it a five. It's average. I'll give it a five. It was better than Girl Next Door, I think. What did you give Girl Next Door? Yeah, I'll give it a five. Four or three. I can't remember. Four. Would you rather <laughs> have dicks for fingers or ball bags for toes? I don't know. Ball bags for toes. Oh, no. Wait. Dicks for fingers. Dicks for fingers. Andy? You could piss on ten people at once. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You could. You go. All sorts. It'd be such a great magic trick, wouldn't it? Out of all the people I've asked that to, nobody's mentioned pissing on anyone, so well done. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You could fill up five cups at once and just offer them out at festivals. Again, people have mentioned filling up things, but not I cups. I don't know if you. this is a good thing or not, but I will take it. Films out of a hat is where we pick a film <laughs> and we pick the film for next week. And next week's film we're going to watch is... Oh, I forgot my drum roll. Well, please. It's a uh, Andy film. I hope so. Interesting. From 2010, Animals United. I think it's an Andy film. Is He's it making film? his smug face. This is an Andy film. A group of animals awaiting the annual floods. Why <laughs> don't Andy, why do you pick Girl Next Door and this? What the fuck is wrong with you? Wait. Is it a cartoon? Yeah. Hang on, hang on. A group of animals awaiting the annual flood discover that humans who have been destroying their habitat plan to construct a leisure resort. The animals unite to save the Delta and send out a message to mankind. It stars James Corden and Andy Serkis. What? Stephen Fry. <laughs> And Jim Broadbent uh, from Hot Fuzz. <laughs> uh, 
fucking. Uh, I bought this film. This looks like a Madagascar what? ripoff. Is all I'm going to say. As soon as I saw it, uh, it cost me twenty five p, <laughs> and I could only watch the first seven minutes before turning it off because it was terrible. Oh, Andy, and you uh, blame Penny for fucking doing stuff. And oh, jeez. At least I'm trying to do like watchable movies, not Fifty Shades and knockoff cartoons. To be honest, when we put films into the hat, when way before when we start uh, episode one, we were like, "This be funny." Uh, this be funny. Now you two did. I didn't. I did. I put loads of good films that just haven't come out yet. But yeah, Animals United, 2010 animated film that looks like a Madagascar ripoff. It looks interesting why not watch it and have a discussion with us next week when we talk about animals united thank you get Andy. it in your local CES. get a 25p probably free You're probably giving out free at this point you can watch it on youtube for two pounds 49 there you go <laughs> there you go really? um so uh what's the social funny you can follow us on instagram at unusual suspects pod and on twitter at unusual pod spect my Twitter is at Penny underscore Photopit. Mine is at Dan Talks a lot. Andy's is Joyce's 21. Yeah, the cat has turned off the microphone and I can't tell you when she did it. <laughs> and Andy's is muted. <laughs> Fuck off now, Mowley. <laughs> hey, Marcy. She's so excited about Animals United that she had to jump on the table. Yeah, she's like, oh, I want to see that film. <sighs> And everyone using your Shudder free trial, go and watch Host because it's yeah, fucking great. Me and Penny have seen it and it is scary. Contender man. for best film of the year, I would say. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It made me jump and I do not jump at horror films. I knew it was coming, but it was, it was fucking good. And I thought it was going to be like Unfriended and it wasn't. It was actually a lot better. No, it was actually good. Yes, as well. Um, also, a little note. Uh, if you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, we would very much appreciate it. I think at the moment we got five, but by the time this comes out, hopefully we get more. Yes, it helps us go up the charts and every little review helps. Just like Tesco. Every little helps. Uh, plug. Um, <laughs> fuck's sake, Dan. Help us spread our shambling rambles to a greater audience. Yes, let's spread this disease everywhere like a certain disease that's going around at the moment. We are the we've disease. Got, we've got six ratings now because I just did it. Hey, self-promotion. <laughs> hey. Ooh, live on live air. Live on air. Hey. Um, if so I can back, do it, you can do it. I haven't... Oh, fuck. What, whatever, just if you've got an Apple podcast... I don't even listen to it on Apple. <laughs> oh, don't say that. You should be listening to it everywhere, boosting those numbers, son. I You're listen great. to it. Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If we ever do ad reads, you're never doing one penny. <laughs> Mine will be fucking brilliant. They will be everything will be about shit. Shudder. Well, everything will just turn into Shudder. Yeah. Only if this. I mean, I'm already doing the sponsorship anyway. No, I do some great ad reads. Don't know what you're talking about. If you like to sponsor us, the unusual suspects at gmail.com, I think is our email. Anyway, it's in the it's in the description. Uh, we'll be back next week for some more fun. Thank you very much for listening. See you then. Goodbye. See you later now. Bye. <laughs>